The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon my American. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode. All three of us on Zoom. Look at this. All three of us. Man, it's uh, odd. It is odd. I know. It's not. Uh, I feel like we're all like on a vacation or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, uh, <laughs> I feel no, like we're. Uh, I feel like oh, I'm watching a, a podcast on COVID times. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like when everybody has to, what is it? Quarantine, segregate. Oh yeah, right. It's like a work meeting. It ain't right. It just uh, ain't right, dude. No, yeah, we're. Uh, yeah, we're getting on it this week, me and Chris. So uh, we we saw our space. Got to hang out with the uh, drinking bros. Well, Ross, uh, Dan was out of town, but we got to got to see Ross and Jared and all those guys, and uh, got to see the space and uh, see what we're working with. And came uh, up with a, a game plan. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it's uh yeah. He, Chris was over last night hanging out. Uh, finally got him over to the house, and he's all. You're getting settled. You're pretty settled, right? I mean, you guys are locked in right now. Well, I mean, we've been living in this for eight months already, so. Yeah, so it's like rolling parking, <laughs> ready to go, dude. Uh, we got our house finally, like, semi-organized because we knew Chris and Ash were coming over. So we're like, dude, we got we to fucking set this shit up. Yeah. So we got it semi-organized, but we got the studio. Uh, it's a blank canvas. And uh, this week is the week where we're going to be trying to get some shit done, man. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, just talking to Chris a little bit, that we'll uh, be able to start recording in there really soon. So I don't think you guys are going to have to wait much longer. I think we'll be able to start recording. It may not be finished, but uh, it's going to look, I, I think it's going to look really cool with what me and Chris have kind of come up with. And uh, we'll just play it by ear, see how it goes, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping for something next Wednesday, but we'll see. Because I know you guys are going to be in there pretty much all week setting shit up and all that stuff. Well, we, got, we, we can be in there all, over the weekend if we don't have anything finished up either. Yeah. So yes. Ross gave Ross gave us both keys to the whole place, so we can we can get in and do whatever we need to do anytime. Cool. Yeah, we're gonna try to get in this week and uh, and do what we can during the week, and then this weekend, I think, like we were saying, we're gonna go in there and just and try to get it done. We want it done, man. And oh, yeah. I think what we're doing is gonna be easy enough to to get it done. So really, like, I really don't see a reason why we're not recording Monday. You know what I mean? Next Monday 
actually doing shows. I don't see why we can't, but you never know what happens. So, hell yeah. Right on, it's guys. Exciting. It's exciting, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I did see the picture. Dave, we had a conversation. We looked at the photo. We looked kind of like, you know, it's, it's definitely new, but we got to yeah. put our touches on it, you know? Well, it's, it's raw, man. You know, and Chris can attest that. We walk in, there's, yeah. uh, there's really like a, the most basic desk table that you could, I mean, it's literally like a box ready it's, to go. It's, it, it is a box. It's made out yeah. of uh, eighth inch plywood and two by twos. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. the backdrop is, is there. It's got some current. We're going to take that. But the, the nice thing is, is we, we see our space. And we see what we're capable of doing. And uh, we went to Lowe's and we were kind of like racking off some ideas. And uh, I know Chris is handy as shit. I feel like I'm pretty handy. So I think we're going to be able to knock this out. I think it's going to look fucking really nice, man. I really do. Hell yeah. Dude, speaking of being handy, I'm patting myself on the back right now. Because I, I fixed a water leak at our house. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found the main pipe. I'm like, I'm going to fucking dig. You know what I mean? And so I was like digging all along where the main water line was because essentially we had a hole in our main water line, Chris. I don't know if you knew this, but I, I listened to the last episode you guys did. Yeah. So, so was it the one coming from the city? Was it the city line or your line? It was my line. We had the city come out. They confirmed it. And we knew that it was between the shutoff at my house and the shutoff for the city. You know what I mean? So, but it just, it sucked. Cause like every morning I'd have to wake up at, you know, six and you know, my wife would be like, Hey, can you go turn on the water? I got to take a shower. And I'm like rolling out of bed, like just going out there cranking a freaking T-bar. And so I, uh, I waited and it wasn't, it wasn't raining. It's like, like the 1800s, man. It's it like was there, dude. like pumping water from a well. Dude. I yeah. was. He had to go pump the water. <laughs> yeah. It, it felt very rustic, but Hey, nothing wakes your ass up than getting up in cold weather. And just yeah. going and uh, turning a T-bar. You know what I mean? No, I'm just Well, saying. I think for me, like, what was impressive, which uh, I know you've been doing more and more, like, handy man stuff, like, building stuff and doing stuff, which I think is awesome. Because it's a lot of fun to see, like, what you accomplish, you know, when you're done. Yeah. But you were saying, you know, that they were, I mean, they were literally wanting to charge you, like, what, $250 an hour? Yeah, to dig. Which is... Oh, really? I mean, they, oh, yeah, yeah bro. Dude. And so that's the thing with, like... Um, and props to like, you know, men and women that do that. Like, you know, it, you really can save your household a lot of money by trying to get some of this stuff done yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what happened was I spent all day, what was it? All day Thursday digging or no, all day Wednesday, ah, Thursday, all day Thursday digging. Could have been Wednesday. It, it, that doesn't, doesn't matter. Uh, I couldn't find it. Right. I was like digging yeah. and I found the pipe, but I couldn't find the hole. And so I would just like spot pick. Yes. You know, <laughs> she's like, not the belly button. No, but, um, so I just kind of got frustrated and I'm like, Hey, you know what? This isn't going to work. Just talking to my wife, just saying, Hey, look, we're going to have to find the spot. You know what I mean? Because I'm not just going to like pick a spot and just dig and fucking break my back digging. Cause like, you got to dig. I mean, what is this? Like three feet down or like a couple feet down, dude. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, we were going to have a company come out. It was like, what, 400 bucks, 500 bucks just to find the location of the leak. And that's just to find. Okay. Yeah. So the spot's right here. So it's 500 bucks. Uh, you're still going to have to dig it. 
But what happens was it, it wasn't raining for a while. It was dry. So I just went out and found it right at the, right near the top of my house. So right near my house. And like see a West lot. Yeah. Like it was Was how you ended up finding it. Exactly. And so I just started digging and then uh, big Ron came up and he's like, okay, turn on the water (laughs) just for a brief moment. I want to see if this is where it's at. I turned it on and he's just like, okay, shut it off. Cause it's like spurting all in his face. And And, uh, yeah, it it was, uh, we found the leak and we just patched it up and it's still exposed because, you know, I want to make sure that it is ultimately fixed, but yeah. Now we have water at the house. Anyway. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Before we get rolling real quick, if you guys can let me uh, exit for one second. I got to try to find a different charger. This thing is not charging my iPad. So oh, shit. One, one minute real quick. Okay? It's all good, dude. That's uh, uh, all good. So, but, Chris, I mean, any, any, fun, any fun stories for your drive or on your drive to Texas? Um. Uh, not really. It was pretty uneventful drive, honestly. Okay. Uh, just seeing a lot of good views and shit. I mean, coming through the canyons, Idaho was pretty badass. Mm. And then uh, driving through Moab and stuff was pretty cool. Okay, no but, stabbings. Uh, you actually, didn't see anybody get killed no, or anything. No. So, oh, we did stop. I needed to get gas, and we stopped in New Mexico. Yeah. And I stopped at this like info center that also had a gas station or something. Mm. So I don't, and we get there and we, I'm walking, I'm like put, putting diesel in my truck and we're, me and Van are going inside to go get a snack. And I get to the door and there's this huge sign on the door. It says masks required. Oh shit. And I'm like, what? And I look inside and look inside and every single person in there is wearing a mask. And then I turn around and I didn't even notice like walking in, but then I turn around and everyone outside is wearing a mask. Oh shit. Dude. And I'm like, where's, where's I'm the like, what the hell? New Mexico. So we, I, get, I get back to the truck and I'm like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Run! So, I just, so I just, we hopped back in the truck and booked it, got out of there and went to a different gas station. Dude, what is it about New Mexico? I mean, you got Area 51 there. You got fucking Roswell. Did Roswell happen in uh, New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that funk just kind of spread and everybody's crazy now, right? But, that, I mean, that was a weird thing to see. I did almost crash into a, a tractor coming through Colorado. Mm, that would have been horrible. But, uh, well, <laughs> it, it was kind of like he wasn't going as fast as I thought he was going, like seeing him from a distance. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I could, cause it right ahead of him is split into two lanes. And I was like, maybe he'll get to the two lanes before I actually have to slow down. And it like, he didn't. And then he wasn't getting <laughs> over either. So I was like, Oh shit. And I had to like hit the brakes pretty hard. I get ya. Yeah. I get ya. It's a, a misjudgment on my part. Right on. Dave, how you doing there, bro? Dude, I so I uh you know these iPads they take like a special part. Wow. Uh so I was using my phone charger and it was not doing the job, but I just went and spent sixty bucks at Apple Store to get a new one. So mm. I just got that out. So yeah. Sorry about that. Dude, so Happy how New Mexico. I wanted to ask you guys, like, how is it with the new time zone? Cause that to me would be the weirdest part. Like with like with like shows, NFL, like football. 
usually is on. Great. You know what I mean? I fucking love it. What do you love about it? Uh, the games are on earlier. It feels like so, and then and, and a little bit later. So like uh, like the ducks that normally play at like ten a.m. I get to watch them at noon now. So I'm not like waking up. You know, like oh, oh. you know, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just it, I'm cool. I watched all the games today. Felt good. So. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, you know, because you guys are right in the middle. It's not quite East Coast. You got to, uh, yeah. you know, two hours, not the three. But yeah, with the sports like uh, like the Blazers, right? I've been watching the Blazers as much as I can, and so they normally start at like seven, you know, PM, which is nine here. But it's nice because everybody's in bed, and I can just kind of watch my shit. You know? Yeah, dude, but that's how football, it was. Yeah, I went to my uh, uncle in law or like step uncle. He was like my stepdad's uncle. So what would that be? I don't know. Just a dude. Yeah. I went to this dude's house (laughs) and he was watching baseball at like 10 PM, bro. He's like watching a live game. He's just like, I'm like, okay. It is, it is tough for some people. Like obviously, um, having a little more freedom. I know we were talking about this, like not having a lot to do, you know what I mean? Like we don't have normal jobs right now so it's like there's a little bit more of a free like leeway if i was waking up at five in the morning to go to work like it sucks having to watch the blazers start at 10 o'clock at night you know what i mean or nine o'clock at night but no it's nice like the kids go to bed and i can just kind of check everything and see everything's going and um i I, i'm enjoying it the time it does hit you but i will say that like driving over here was less it it affected me less driving here than it did flying you know because when you fly it's like this weird like immediate shift yeah and as we were driving all those hours to get here, like you kind of were feeling that as you were driving. And so, yeah, you were, you were pretty tired anyway. So the time change didn't matter. I get yeah. you. It, it, I will say I definitely like, and you know me, I stay up late anyways. I do have a hard time going to bed and I have slept in more. Um, like, you know, if I get up normally at like seven or eight o'clock, you know, in that time frame, like I have been sleeping even my wife till like nine or so, you know, like yeah. it's just, because it feels like it should be eight or seven, you know. But. Well, your kids are starting school tomorrow, right? Yeah, they went to bed early tonight, like really oh, early. Uh, my youngest actually, yeah, Sadie went to bed like really well tonight. Surprisingly, I thought it was going to be rough, but knock on wood, they start school tomorrow, man. It's and they're super excited about it. The school's really nice, and I think uh, I think that they're going to like it a lot. So hell yeah, right we went to on. Costco to get food and shit, you know. And oh, the all Costco. We had to buy new school supplies. I, I kind of was a bummer. We went to Target. In Longview, we had to buy all this shit. You take it to class and drop it off, you know? They didn't even use it. They fucking didn't use any of it because they weren't even there. So now we had to go buy all new shit and, and take it to this new school. So Whoa, whoa, wait a second. You, couldn't you have bought them all this shit and bring it dropped home? it off at school and just left it? Yeah, have no, them bring like it home. School, that's, well, they brought home some of their shit. But here's the deal. Like with school now, even here, you have to buy shit for your teachers. Like you literally have to buy like dry erase markers. We had to buy those. At, at, what? At our, yeah, you have to no. buy napkins for the class. No, yes. are the yeah. tax dollars they get like paid for, paid with? Don't pay for that shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> but that's that's how that's how it works. And even here, like we have the list, and it says like dry erase markers, uh, you know, like napkins, paper towels, like that shit is like for this the actual classroom like all the kids contribute so that they have it throughout the year like the teacher's toilet paper and everything too huh yeah tampons like all of it no no what about birth control yeah i think that's so free (laughs) 
Oh yeah. What about sandboxes in the in the kids' bathrooms? Oh yeah. No, for the furries. Yeah, we actually <laughs> we didn't buy anything for the school this time. We figured, you know what? Like they already got their shit early this year from all the students. Like if they really wanted the Alaska's, but we're not buying all the fucking dry erase markers and shit, man. It's just it's, it's kind of goofy. Hell yeah. So, right on. Well, hey, speaking of uh stuff to talk about. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> there was this Fox News article that you sent me, Dave, that just started going. Chris knows all about Fox News. They just autoplay all their videos. Uh, but anyway, do you guys want to talk about some of these articles that we got here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down, dude. Uh, what do you guys want to start with? Um, well, I got four that I have. I don't know how many you got. I got four. Uh, they're relatively quick and they're pretty just like basic conversation stuff, but uh, we can start with the Gavin Newsom one. That's fine since you said it just came up and started playing on you. So this one came I have out. One, I, have, I, I have one question about this article. Is this what like the? some is just special fancy toilet? Dude, so what I, is this? I, I read this article and it does not say about what's going on here. It, has, it doesn't mention like, anything of I've seen a picture of it. It looks like one of those like old telephone booth style things in like the UK. Mm. And it just has a door on it and it says toilet. So I think like, what it, the, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see, I didn't even see a picture of it uh, per se, but I mean, the article says California governor Newsom threatens to flush San Francisco's $1.7 million toilet. Okay. The, uh, first of all, the reason that it caught my attention, $1.7 million for a fucking toilet, bro. And it's not even gold. It's not even a gold toilet. You know what I mean? What? No, it's like a green, it's like a green color. Yeah. Oh. Like it's, the building. It's it's literally like a a fancy outhouse in the middle of the city. So, so what, here's my issue. What is Why, this? 1.7. I don't get that. Because in my opinion was when I was reading the article and I did not see where exactly it was going to be located. But my thing was... Okay, so if they're building like a single bathroom stall out in the middle of like nowhere where there's not already running water and shit, like obviously they would have to dig trenches. They would have to do a lot to get water to the place. Yeah. Like drainage mm-hmm. system put in. And you know how city workers are. Let's be fucking real. They get they get a lot of money from local, you know, government to build this shit. Yeah, well, for 1. 7, Yeah, $1.7 million. So first of all, I hate to say it, but like good on Newsom for like squashing this or at least threatening to squash this down because it is a complete waste of taxpayer dollars. Uh, and I don't say a lot of good things about Newsom. And it's pretty funny that a toilet is the one reason I'll say good job. I guess (laughs) that is funny, um, but he basically told San Francisco, uh, this is way too damn expensive. I mean, we need to figure out a more cost effective way to do this. Um, and I was just thinking between us three, we could probably do it for like a hundred thousand. You know, I help pay our salaries for the year and stuff, you know, so. But call, they didn't say in the article, like, what the whole point of it was. No, no, no point. So he's. Uh, then just How about you just put some more money into the infrastructure and into businesses and just have fucking porta potties? Yeah. Um, yes. How about, how about in the alleyway, you just put a porta potty if you're worried about people shitting outside? Yeah. Well, well, so hold on here, though, because this is saying that Haney told the San Francisco Chronicle, which originally blew the lid 
on the $1.7 million toilet that the governor's office had been in touch with him about the price tag. So it sounded like the San Francisco Chronicle had to blow the lid on this. And that's why Gavin Newsom is actually talking about it. Well, so here's the deal. Like maybe, okay. So to be fair, I don't know that Gavin Newsom, even as governor, I don't know that he under, I don't think he knows city by city funding. See what I'm saying? Like they have their own fundings that they get. San Francisco gets their own funding. Sacramento. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't get all the updates for the city planning no. committee or whatever. No. They're gonna he just come. has a big bucket so of costs. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously like, I'm not going to put that against him. Like if, if a newspaper or somebody came out and said, this is how much it's going to cost for a single toilet. And he reads that and goes, no, we need to put a stop on this funding. Like that's not the money that the governor gives the cities and, and designates to the cities. That's not what it's for. A million point seven, one point seven million dollar toilet is not what it's for. And especially when you're talking about a city covered in shit, there's uh-huh. gotta be better ways <laughs> then one toilet's not going to fix the mountains of shit that that place has. Dude, that should be like their city statue. It's just a big ass toilet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, a yeah. something as big as the Statue of Liberty. Just a big toilet. Yeah, just a big bowl that everybody shits in. It's like the old <laughs> landfill. It's like a shitty landfill. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. if you had a $1.7 million toilet, what would you expect it to do? Now, this is a, a conversation right here. Run okay. for Congress. Like, no, that yeah. thing's that thing's uh, giving me pleasure. <laughs> that thing is, like, jerking me off, bro. Okay? Uh, if I had to pay $1.7 million for a toilet, I, I got a... There's a built-in bidet. There's, like, some sort of uh, sexual massage thing that comes with it. You know? Not anal. Dude, okay? That's... That's, a, like, <laughs> that's hey, hands off. I don't know if I want anything sexual going on when I'm trying to shit. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just like, saying. It's like a blumpkin, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Dude, I better be able to live in that toilet if it's costing me 1.7 million. The bowl better have a whole like three levels of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what gotta, I'm saying. It's got to at least wipe your ass for you. Well, because so hear me out, because I'm thinking of a futuristic toilet. OK, kind of like um, Idiocracy, the toilet that uh, what's his nose is sitting on. And ah. he's, he's watching the TV. It's doing everything for him. You know, it's like this humongous contraption in the back of him. It's Mm. serving him pizza. It's opening up his window. It's kind of like this big automated centerpiece in your room, you know? Yeah. Um, I do want to add real quick um, that something in this article, though, that I thought was in. So one of the reasons also is being shut down is not because of the high cost, but because it's supposed to take up to three years to build, which is what fucking outrageous, man. Uh, but the uh, the San Francisco Recreation and Parks Department said this past week that the price is due to high construction costs as well as, quote, cost of planning, drawing, permits, reviews, public outreach, and construction management. He also goes on to say, we estimate high, not because we want to spend more money, but because we want to ensure that we can deliver projects to communities, even if we're hit with unexpected costs. My thing is, it's a fucking toilet. It's not a you're, you're, it's not a celebrity. You're not a sports person that needs like public press. You build a toilet and they will come. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> they should. For $1.7 million, one, they should come. One point, $1.7 million is like the price tag on a new apartment complex. Down like, there? That's what you spend on a huge building that like a bunch of people can live in. <laughs> not a single toilet that you got to wait in line for in downtown to shit in. Yeah, I, I mean the, the one of the other quotes was that uh, the Noah Valley should get a bathroom, but 1.7 should pay for seven bathrooms. 
That was a quote. Seven? Like, that's wow. my thing is like, like, dude, I can go buy a toilet at Lowe's for like $120, okay? Mm. And I can build a box <laughs> for probably 500 like a nice box with a ventilation system and stuff. Like, what? Well, okay, Dave. So you got to count like the, the wax rings and stuff like that. So you're probably looking at like 130 Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like one sanitizer thing so you can keep those hands clean, you know? Yeah. Dude, so I just I opened up this article that the Fox News uh, article kind of links to the San Francisco Chronicle, and they break it down into this one point seven million dollar estimate. And so it's kind of interesting to look at this. I mean, this says planning and design. So they have four four buckets here. They have regulatory, planning and design, bidding and contracting, and construction. And within those buckets, you have four or five extra little tiny, you know what I mean, extra kind of itemized lists. And so within planning and design, utility and topo, T-O-P-O, topo survey. But uh, that no it's just a survey. That's 40 grand alone. So Is it like a topography survey? Like they're, they're probably. laying out the land? Probably That's probably what topo means. For a fucking toilet? <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. forty oh, grand, man. bro, and then cost. Yeah, man, cost. they gotta have fucking surveyors down there and all kinds of shit. Yeah, God. cost estimator <laughs> is thirty grand. Architecture and engineering fees three hundred grand. I mean, it, you, architecture. It is a toilet and a box, man. <laughs> yeah, it is a toilet and a box. This is not. You can you can literally go down. Just go down to Home Depot. Buy one of those sheds for fifteen hundred bucks. Put a toilet inside of it. You're done. Uh huh. You know what? Here's the deal. When we were in the Alamo the other day, we went to San, uh, San Antonio. We we're at the Alamo. They're doing some construction and some renovations on the Alamo. You know, with general shit that they do to kind of pr- preservation stuff. Their bathrooms are not there. So what they did is they they have these. And I saw them at Target uh, a couple months back. They have a trailer, okay, and it's split in half. Right. And one side has a door and the other side has a door, men's and women's. And you walk in, there's like three urinals, two toilets on each side, sink. And it's really nice, bro. Mm. I will guarantee you that that does not cost more than $200,000, $300,000 for that trailer. And I bet you it's even cheaper than that, dude. Honestly. Dude, that's, that's way overpricing it, dude. Dude, I'm, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going by government money. Okay. I'm saying, <laughs> that would cost you a couple hundred thousand dollars and it is just you can, nice. you can you go buy multiple a, toilets you can go buy like a full-on food truck for 80 grand dude I you're telling me a, to- a toilet trailer is going to be two hundred thousand dollars dude i listen I, I don't know i don't know yeah i, don't, I, don't, I, I haven't looked at one but my point is though is hey, like that has to be hey california than- how about you pay me two hundred thousand dollars and i'll build you a toilet trailer there you go. That's why I said mm-hmm. we'll do all three of it. Do we'll do it for three hundred thousand. We just get a hundred k. We'll have you a beautiful, pristine Trump toilet in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Hell yes. The I golden commode. Myself, bro. Yes. <laughs> Spray paint. Yeah. So I mean, that's this is kind of what Adam Carolla always talks about is just the regulations, the red tape, the fining, that are the fees, all this shit that you have to pay for yeah, to have yeah. people come in and do the surveys, do the topography, do this fucking blah, blah, blah. Let me just build a damn toilet. You know what I mean? Well, and the other the other thing of it that that is is uh, kind of eye opening is that if the city says they're going to build it, the people that are going to build it for them, whether it's the city or subcontracted out, 
are going to ask for the top dollar every single time. They know they have the funds. Yeah. They know that the city has no idea what they're talking about. And they're literally oh, yeah. just going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to say 1.5 mil. And they're going to go, I guess that's what it costs, man. So let's go ahead and get this well, going. You know, it's the same thing like uh, automobile shops use when they get a car in that's like yeah. totaled or needs fixed through an insurance company. The price is always way higher than it actually yeah. is because the insurance company is going to pay it. Yeah. yeah. And they have no clue what they're talking about. The insurance company yeah. has no idea how much part costs. My well, biggest thing is that with this article, though, to me, is that, and we've talked about it before a little bit, but this is one example. This is one example of a situation where it costs this much money for a toilet. How many times a day do these propositions come through where a city says we need to buy this or that? Or when you're driving downtown and you see construction going on, like me and Chris by the studio, they got the uh, they got a bunch of like road work going down, right? Which is a major yeah. thing. That's going to cost billions, I'm sure. But how many times does this happen where your money, my money, Chris's money, and the listener's money is getting pissed away for a fucking toilet? And yet the education system, I have to buy, to I have to buy goods for my teachers. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they need help getting shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just like, it's, it's crazy to me, man. It's crazy to me. No, and that's why it's, it's about competition and you can't compete with the government. And that's why they want to be the only ones providing the services and values to the people. They want this. They want you dependent on them, the government. So that way they can charge you whatever the fuck they want to. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that's $400,000 there, Dave, for that uh, new toilet. You're yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the itemized list. You know, I can just pull it out of my ass. And there you go. There's nothing you can do about it. Where else are you going to go? No. Yeah. Uh, did you see, I, I don't have the article. I do have a video for it, which I don't know that you can play or not, but, um, it's on our, uh, it's on our, uh, Twitter, New York city. Uh, they built a facility for, uh, immigrants, single men, immigrants, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 So, um, Xboxes and all. Dude, I, what, hey, listen, um, I'm not like, <laughs> listen, the place is pretty like, it's, it's a frat like, house, bro. Well, I'm just saying that it's not like, it's not fancy, dude. Like they were showing like, they got nice couches. I'm like, well, that was probably from Goodwill, but either way there, it's not like this overwhelmingly nice facility, but they do put in Xbox systems, which I think is. I like, guarantee bro, you that was not from Goodwill. That's all brand new shit. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure it is. I'm just, what I'm saying is, this is not high end shit. That, that doesn't look like the tables and shit aren't fancy. Nothing's like nothing super fancy about it. It's just they have all these TVs, they have all these Xboxes. The thing that was like funny to me was that they said that they have uh, 24 hour food and snacks, uh, like yeah. literally a cafeteria with 24 seven food snacks. But they're all they're all cultural cultural appropriate foods, right? Oh. So they want to make sure that they're eating, you know. Taquitos and uh, burritos tacos and, and tacos and, and shit. <laughs> what if they just want a cheeseburger? That's what I'm saying. Listen, first of all, you're coming. You're coming here, okay? Yeah. And I, I, it's cool to have like Taco Tuesdays. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? But like, it doesn't have to be like cultural appropriate food. Like, they want to be here. Obviously, they want to be. Here. <laughs> Could you imagine? They enjoy McDonald's. Bro. You, in, you interview they a little to boy. Enjoy a cheeseburger. You have a little boy. You go, son. Son, why did you come to America? I really wanted a cheeseburger. I just, yeah. I wanted one so bad. You know what I mean? Like Too that's. Bad. You get a taco. Shit. Yeah, here's Spanish rice and beans, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I, why, I fled Mexico to, to get the fuck out of there so I could have a damn why cheeseburger. Why do they have to do that? 
Why do they have to do that with the food? If they're guaranteed, they didn't have a fucking Xbox where they just came from. Yeah. Do they so get, you're going to get there. They have all this, oh, we have nice TVs and Xboxes and this, like, okay couch, but I still got to eat the same shit I was eating there. Mm. Dude, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one at you even better, though. I, it's not the same shit. The shit that they were eating is probably 10 times better than what we offer. Like, our Mexican oh, food is not traditional, like, Mexican food. It's <laughs> yeah, not, that's true. Like, if you have a real, like, <laughs> if you go to a real Spanish, like, dinner oh, or, yeah. like, Mexican food, it is flavorful, it's beautiful, it's delicious. That's not Taco <laughs> Bell, bro. That's not Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. I actually want to see go see, like, the Hispanic line for food, and it's just a bunch of Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, cheesy tots, bro. That's a- <laughs> Dude, that, what if that's what they did? That's their 24 hour food service is just yeah, Taco, Bell. Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, Taco Bell. Oh, Jesus. Taco Box. You know? Are they going to have the, the appropriate food for every t- different cultural person that comes in? Yeah. What if it's an Iranian that crosses the border? I think they're assuming they're all from the South, baby. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, well then, shame on them. What about yeah. a vegan option? You know what I'm saying? What about uh, you know, gluten free options? You know? Oh, yeah. They must have those. I guarantee they probably have those. What if they are Mexican, but they identify as Cuban? Ah. I think they want to identify identify as American, so they, they would like a cheeseburger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, give me some pizza from down the street. Yeah, like, what's this thing called meatloaf? I would like that, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get shipped all the way up here to New York, and you're not even going to give me a slice? <laughs> oh, yeah, deep dish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude. Whole, uh, Philly cheesesteak, you know? Well, so <laughs> yeah. speaking of sliced, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, his, ah. the father, <laughs> did you hear what's happening to no. him? This no. art, this article I sent Dahmer's, you guys. Dahmer's dad? Yeah, Dahmer's dad is undie attack. Women are throwing panties on his property and they're crazed fans be following this Netflix series about the son's crimes and all Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Mm. So this guy is 86 years old and he's been accosted at least twice at his home by crazed fans of the new Netflix show that details the crazed killer's life. Lionel Dahmer, he's a caretaker. Oh no, Lionel Dahmer. So his caretaker Jeb said that a woman in her 20s threw her underwear on the driveway while shouting, I love you, Lionel! (laughs) Uh, Dude, Lionel and Jeb is made up. That, that That's not real, bro. <laughs> yeah. The only Jeb I know is from, what, that one TV show back in the day, the freaking Hillbillies, and then Jeb Bush. The only one I know is <laughs> Jeb Bush. Bush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like... Jeb and we and all I know have. how much of an idiot that guy is. Oh, yeah. Well, so two things. Like, we, we've seen, like, the serial killers, right, uh, get a lot of love from women, and they actually have this thing where they're talking about how it's... It's like this sick obsession with men that murder people, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And what's crazy about it? Not I'm not I'm not getting off track here. I'm, I'm staying on, but they were actually talking about that. That may be a primal, like internal instinct for women mm. to love men who murder because in early man, right? Yeah. If their men could protect them and kill for them, it was considered. You know, like that was like you, he was protecting you. We were like a lion. Well, no, I mean, yeah, but but think of like cave on cave rape, bro. It happens. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cave on cave 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 rape. Rape? 
listen, back in the day, there was a point in time, I'm sure, where everything was like mm. you were just boning to bone. But there became a, a time, I'm sure, right, obviously, where yeah. you started connecting with one other person, like a man and a woman, caveman, Ethiopia, whatever it is. They're they're connecting. You see they're, that they're rock over together. there? You like that yes. rock? Me yeah. like okay. that rock. So, <laughs> so I understand that thought process. You're attracted to the person that can protect you, right? Yeah. But this isn't the person that can protect you. This is the guy that's going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, you like know he's what? a serial killer. I he literally it. makes you fall in love with him and then he kills you. <laughs> yeah. But there's also the idea of like a redeeming factor. Um, and obviously I don't, I don't, I don't read into this, but I'm just saying I do like, uh, you know, like these documentaries about, you know, serial killers and other such things. And almost always Ted Bundy was the, one of the bigger ones, Charlie Manson. Yeah. yeah. These guys have followings and they love them and they're dangerous people. And yet women and, and they're not, all ugly women, dude. They're all kinds of women write them letters and they have like, you know, pen pals with them. And they, they literally say that they love them even to the point where they're throwing panties at their parents' house Yeah, because uh, they produce such an amazing dude. It's, it's the beauty and the beast complex. It's it, gross. Is uh, it is. Maybe. Yeah. It's the beauty. I, I think <laughs> it's honestly, it's gotta be most, uh, like, uh, they're propped up in the media so much. Like their stories go on forever. They're almost just celebrities. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a fetish, I think in some ways, but I mean, to so go after this old man, all kinds of celebrities. I mean, the dad, I mean, go, listen, Jay, yeah, let's, let's try to go after him. Like if you're 86, <laughs> okay. He was and a, yeah. And you have a shit life. Your son's a serial killer who eats people. Uh, he probably had a pretty rough life. I mean, I think he's probably been like, man, I failed in a lot of ways. At 86, having a couple nice panties on your thing, I don't think a lot of people are going to be mad about that. Well, so now he's like, well, shit. You know? Listen to this one. So I'm going to read a couple sentences here. So here's another example where there was a man who was so aggressive in his attempts to confront Lionel Dahmer, it prompted Jeb to start arming himself with a pistol. Okay. And now. Okay. Jeb said that Lionel Lionel is considering a major lawsuit against Netflix over his portrayal in the Netflix series. I mean, he's basically saying that Netflix maybe falsified his persona. Of course, like misrepresenting him. That's the problem when you sign on to a Netflix deal, or you sign on to you know because I'm sure they asked him, right? I, I feel like they would probably have to ask him if he. They they have to, yeah. The thing is, is you need to understand too that Hollywood is going to dramatize your entire thing to fit what's going to be exciting for the viewers, right? Now. I think he's, I, from my understanding, just reading about him in the past a little bit, he is a weird person, kind of a phony, like, you know, like, oh, I didn't realize that he was doing this, you know, that kind of shit, which, mm. you know, I don't know if he really helped him butcher animals in his early life. I don't know if that's all true. But how but do you not know your kids eating that. people? Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know what Greg ate, you know, and I'm I, I, pretty close to you yeah, guys. I don't Greg, know what you got to eat. But Greg's not your son. Yeah, but like, son was older, daughter, man. Yeah, he was out of the house. You still have a relationship with your kids. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it was kind of a weird one. I, I think that they, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that he should have known or shouldn't have known, but like to say that he's a normal human being, like that guy had a pretty weird childhood. His mom was a crazy crazy woman his dad obviously was a little bizarre himself so who knows what's real and that's up to him if he wants to sue him by all means man if you can prove that that's not true 
And he's also the panty thing's a joke, but if he's got guys who are trying to attack him or he's got to feel like he's, he needs to weaponize. Yeah. Yeah. That's your right to do so, man. Yeah. Wrong move though. I mean, if you, if you got, if you're 86 and your son's a, a cannibalistic serial killer and you don't really have anything going on in your life. And now all of a sudden people are loving you and throwing panties in your yard. Why wouldn't he be like, take advantage of the situation get some poon or something. Oh know. yeah. Get some poon. <laughs> Like, hey, lady, why? Where are you going? Is, is, I I remember Greg talking about this a while back. Like, there's a certain age where you, you quit giving a shit about anything, right? You'll come outside in whitey tidies and oh, yeah. you'll just fucking stare at people and shit. Like, there's some old guys who just they don't care what they yeah, look like, but how they act. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what age you are. You still like having sex. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, is like at 86, I feel like that's beyond the age where you're like, fuck this, I don't give a shit about nothing. So if you got panties, you'd be like, wow, all right, I still got it. You know what I mean? Like, what, what if the smell brought oh, yeah. him back and it revived him? He's like, oh, oh my God, I'm ready. Come back here, young woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just gets all crazy. I don't know. Oh, I'm imagining the smell of poo. Yeah, because I'm imagining the panties had some poop on like there. Any female part is just poop, you know? <laughs> yeah, there, there was a skid mark on those panties. You know what I mean? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So and do you think he yeah. picked them all up? Do you oh, think he's just as weird as his son, and he just picked them all up, and now he just has them all. Yeah. Oh, and he murdered he, like, the people. Tucks them into his little pocket. He's like, there we go. Oh, you're talking about the panties or yeah. the people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. See, see uh, yeah. <laughs> Jeb, Jeb found a pair of panties. They, he didn't find the thirty other pairs that uh, uh, Lionel's already picked up. You know what dude, I'm saying? What if you? I think you're onto something, but I think opposite way around. What if Jeb? The bodyguard is the oh. one who's actually picking them up and storing them away and being like, mm-hmm, uh, maybe. Pick-a-boo. You know what I mean? Stuffing them down his well, pockets. Yeah, the old guy's standing out in his yard and his white tie is going, get out of here, get out of here. Yeah. And then he's going back in the house and the bodyguard's going, you just going to leave those there? Yeah. Mm, I'll cool. Yeah. I'll put, put the, the lotion in the basket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's, uh, hey. I mean, I'm not surprised. Let's put it that way. I'm not surprised that like people are infatuated with these people. So absolutely. Well, speaking of crazy people, uh, Dave, you have this article about a woman who was charged with sending a bee swarm on deputies at an eviction. I yeah. found this very interesting. Yeah. Um, it actually lends to a. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's pretty cut and dry. I'll be real with you, but it does bring up a conversation uh, because so th- there was basically a man, if I'm not mistaken, who was being evicted, and they uh, he apparently had filed for bankruptcy and it should have halted the eviction temporarily. And it did not, so there was a um, postponing. I mean, they they basically just said you're out of here. There was no postponing, is what I meant to say. So there was some protesting. Uh, that was going on at this guy's house, the sheriffs or whoever came to evict this guy. And uh, there were people out there protesting. She rolls up in a van or in a, uh, like a, with a trailer, a truck with a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fully sported in her bee attire, her beekeeper attire. Yeah. Uh, and, and basically started, the trailer was filled with um, swarms of bees, like beehives. And she sh- shook the trailer and initially stung one officer multiple times. And then uh, she put on a bee suit to protect herself. And then three or four other officers were then uh, 
stung multiple times and two or three of those officers had allergies to bees. bees. Yeah, man. And so when she found out that they were allergic to bees, she like basically made the statement like, Oh, where is it? At here? You're allergic. Good. <laughs> Good. Wow. Um, what a bitch. The, the only thing I can think of is Nicholas Cage in wicker man. And just like, not the bees. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Dude, I haven't seen that uh, movie, so I have to watch that. I was that. thinking of like Owen Wilson, more like, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Dude, speaking wow. of Owen Wilson, not to change the subject, because I do want to talk about this freaking crazy lady, but have you guys seen the movie Bliss? No. No. Dude, I just, I, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I just watched this. It has Owen Wilson and Selma Hayek in it, and it's about. <laughs> Owen Wilson finds out that he's living in a simulated reality and Selma uh-huh. Hayek lets him know. Cause we, you know, how we had this conversation about like, what if 10% of the world is actually real and the rest are NPCs, these like non whatever something characters that there's only like 400,000 real people. Yeah. And so Selma Hayek like is like, yeah, these are not real people. Like you're actually a real person. And then she's like showing him that you can like bend time and you can, like manipulate people you can make them fall down you can like light fires and shit it's fucking crazy bro huh and then it makes you uh it makes you wonder what's the real world and what's not because it it goes down like this drug abuse pathway or is she real and is this whole world like a fake environment so that's definitely a movie that he would say wow yeah (laughs) Yeah, and i think he did say wow this is all fake reality he's like wow Dude, that would be awesome. He should say wow in every single movie. I know. You know what I mean? He does. Trademark. I'm pretty sure he does say wow in wow. that way every, every single movie. Wow. <laughs> um, but anyway, I yeah. Watch that. Uh, but Back ultimately, to the uh, with this particular case, that the, they said they came out to do, uh, we had a court order that's been presented to us, and it's our job to um, get that court order taken care of. Uh, it was Miss Woods' arrival with her vehicle and her trailer that really caused things to go haywire. She was uh, ended up being charged with um, multiple things of uh, let's see here, so battery charges, vehicular and, assault, oh, uh, assault charges, battery. Charges. That really stings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but my thing is, is like. <laughs> I mean, I get it. She she should be prosecuted. If she intentionally brought bees, uh, which is like a less lethal, but but it can be lethal. To be fair, if you're if you're very allergic to bees, you can die from that shit. Like there's yeah. No- yeah no, I mean, what a what a weapon of choice that is, though. I mean, it's such like a it's like such a liberal way of fighting. Like it, it doesn't shock me. <laughs> like if we if we have a civil war, they're like bring in the bees, you know, bring yeah. the bees. Yeah, that's like Bill Gates like, funded right there. Like yeah. he's he's your mastermind, your your general behind the I lines. Was, I was a little disappointed that she actually couldn't control the bees. Like she just like she just shook them and made them mad, and they stung the first thing that was around. But I was hoping that she could like sick them on people. Like she mm. trains them. She's the bee talker. I don't know about that. Man. Yeah, bee whisper. I, I, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, I was whisper. hoping she would have like opened that trailer door and then said some kind of magical, "I'll I'll be Kaba or something." <laughs> yeah. And then Abracadabra. Go, she has like a bee gun that she's just loading like bee in at a time, ass first, so we can get that real little <laughs> dart. You she's, know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, ultimately, it's stupid as shit. I'm not going to be lying to you. 
it is uh, interesting that, like, I mean, to be fair, she could have hurt somebody. You know, if there were children around or something, they got massively sung by bees and were alert. I could have killed somebody. I don't think she would have cared. She seemed no. like the type that wouldn't care. Um, but the fact that she brought a bee suit kind of tells you her initiative was to like let these things go and cause. Oh damage. yeah, she was she was ready for ultimate devastation. Yeah, um, well, I mean, however much a bee could cause. So I did tell you guys a while ago about my clothing line or just whatever line called bee wear, and it just bee is the <laughs> logo. Okay, so it could be it could be shirts, it could be hats. It could be uh, curtains. It could be anything. You know, beware. Come on. It's it's that uh, sexy slash on the edge living with beware. <laughs> it's like a weird advertisement that you just did. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a, clever, Greg. I no, like I, I was funny. thinking about, you know, going off of no fear. And I'm thinking, what's better than no fear? Beware. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this woman's uh, crazy yeah. as fuck. Uh, I do have another article. I, I really want to get your uh, your opinion about it because I think the the actual article in itself is not that big of a news thing to me. Uh, but as fans react to Billie Eilish's 11-year gap with Jesse Rutherford amid dating rumors, right? So this is kind of like a Hollywood thing. And you all know who Billie Eilish is, right? That's how you say it. I don't even, I'm not yeah. a fan of her. So it's Eilish, right? Yep. Billie Eilish. Okay, so Jesse Rutherford is the singer of the group The Neighborhood. Okay. And uh, Never heard of song. they're pretty good. Uh, I, I remember a couple of years back, I, I listened to some of that. It's kind of chill stuff. It's pretty chill music. But regardless, he's 31, she's 20. Okay. And uh, people are like kind of, they're kind of getting pissed off and losing their mind. There's a lot of tweets coming out. Uh, people saying, when I said I wanted Billy and Jesse collab, this is not what I had in mind. Uh, mm. What could a 31-year-old man have in common with a 20-year-old girl? The age gap weirds me out. Uh, why can't men date someone their own age? Okay, so there's tons of people talking about this. Now, what I wanted to ask you about was that the what it points out in the article is that supposedly um, he had met her when she was 15. And he was 26 at the time. Mm. So five years ago. So it was like a, I'll wait for you. Yeah. Well, so here's, here's, here's where like, this is an interesting conversation because I'm all about like, and you know, if you're listening, you understand where we stand with like grooming, trafficking, other things that are, you know, sexually exploiting, you know, younger people. Yeah. Definitely hate it. Definitely think that we should do more to stop it. My question though is if they had met at some point when she was and she I, I didn't realize that she was that young. I don't follow her, so I didn't realize that she's only 20 to for in the first place. And she's been out for a couple of years. Okay, to be fair. Thank yeah. you, music. So they did a photo shoot back in 2017, and he was 26, she was 15. They had a photo shoot together, probably because they're two artists, they make music and so and so, right? Now they were spotted in the streets, like making out, kissing. They're obviously a couple. Um, they're a cute couple, you know, like they both obviously are into the same style. You know, they, they're musicians. The question is though, is like, do you consider that grooming? Okay. Because there's a, that argument and somebody actually made, uh, what was that? What's that actors or the uh, director's name? The Woody, Woody Allen. Yeah. So Woody actor. Allen, they compared him to Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. Which, if you if you remember Woody Allen, Woody Allen is old, okay, mm -hmm. 
And when he was, uh, it, yeah, Woody Allen. When he was younger, him and his wife, I believe, or him adopted an Asian girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, and now he's like impregnated her and has kids and stuff. He's he's married to her now. Yeah. So that's a little that different, bro. Me, <laughs> that's that is, a little. No, different. I know. But that's what I'm saying is people are referencing him in this case where I'm like, whoa, that is comp- you literally adopted a fucking five year old. Yeah. Or a baby, I think, of that matter, and grew up raising the baby, then married it. The baby, that's fucking sick. <laughs> that's completely different. This, yeah. that's, that's weird. I'm curious, though. Here's my thing. Like, anybody that grows up in a small town, okay? So say you're you're the younger one, all right? To put yourself, you're in seventh you know, or ninth grade, right? You're 15, and, you know, you're making music and shit. You meet somebody who's older, and in your head, you're like, you know, obviously I'm too young to date this guy, you know what I'm saying? Or girl, whatever it is. Now you're in the music industry. You're of age. Now you run across each other again. You still find that person attractive. They find you attractive. You're of age. What's your take, man? It's well, a weird so one. what was the, uh, what was the extent of the relationship when she was 15? Because I'm just seeing that fans have found photos of the couple at a Halloween party back in 2017 when Billy was around 15 years old. So were they actually hanging out and saying like, Hey, let's do this when you're of age. Or was this just kind of a, Hey, come here for a picture. It's a Halloween party. And then now what, you know what I mean? Hmm. All all it says is that supposedly, I mean, I I I don't think it's the same thing you read. Some fans have claimed that Rutherford was supposedly known Ellis since uh, she was 15 and he was 26 after the two were photographed together in 2017. The, what I'm trying to get at is they, I, I think it's really like dangerous to try to like put this on this guy because, and for her sake as well, because if he just ran into her and especially listen, whether you like it or not, kids are in the music industry. Now, Justin yeah. Bieber was doing music at fucking whatever his age was 13. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Taylor Swift was producing music at a young age. Like, Michael Jackson was when you're in the music industry at whatever age you are, you are a going to be around older people. So hopefully you have good parenting, right. To kind of protect you from these devil worshipers that most of them are. Uh, I wanted to do a little Alex Jones right there. The fucking devil worshipers. Hopefully. Yeah. You should have protection. She works with her brother. Billy Eilish does. I mean, it seems like she has a decent household from what I can see. But I, I'm guessing, just based off the no information, that they ran into each other, a record label or something, took pictures of them because they were in the same ballpark and music-wise. They probably had some communication. Yeah. And then now, a couple years later, five years later, they run into each other again. Even if they continue to talk, do you consider that grooming? I don't know that I consider that grooming. I'm not sure. No, it, and to me, it's um, based off of one photo. Because the, the photo, I found an article that showed the photo of them at a Halloween party, right? And then he's just like smoking a cigarette and then puts his arm around her like, cheese. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, hey, get yeah. in here for a picture. And how many times have we said that a single photo at some event that all kinds of fucking people go to mm-hmm. means nothing? Yeah. Yeah. And so to me, I think uh, this kind of is another example uh, and, until I get more information back. But this is kind of an example of like that whole movement reaching a lot and it becomes dangerous because now what you're saying is is if you are under 18 at whatever age if you know somebody or run into somebody in your town that is older you are not allowed to date them anymore 
because it may have been a grooming situation. It's true. And, yeah. and my thing is, is like, if you're in a small town, like, like we were in Longview, right? Like it's a smaller town, like Cowles County, even. let's just break it to Cowles County. Not a lot of people as a whole, and you're going to meet people. I, I am seven years older than my wife. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> like, how could you? You groomer. My point is, is like no. you're going to meet people that are younger and older. And historically, men date younger. Historically, like when you're older, men, women are more attracted yeah. to older men than men their own age. Mm-hmm. So, like those comments that are saying like, "Why can't men date their own age?" Like that's just women well, like men go- that are more secure. Well, it's the same thing. That comment it can go both ways. Yeah, maybe he should date someone his own age, but so should Billie Eilish. Yeah. Or she, I mean, it takes two to fucking tango. I mean, exactly. I mean, I don't want to like lend any any shit to uh, Hollywood or to the music industry, but my guess is is uh, you know that whole industry is very lonely. As much as people think that it's awesome to be famous, is probably rather lonely because you can't just go to the fucking store all the time without being bombarded. Especially when you're her famous. I mean, she's very famous. He's, eh, you know. Hey, do you think it'd be any kind of like a deal that he made with somebody like hey i'll do this and then we'll get you in some pictures with billy Eilish and get your name out there that way you can get some more publicity no because he he actually was uh an actor like a child actor hmm. so okay. he's been in the end he, he was in a couple movies and and to be fair like the neighborhood is is a they're not a slump band bro like they've been around for a lot of years and they have a really good fall like they he makes good money doing that band so like of course, like Billie Eilish, Eilish is playing stadiums, right? She's obviously very popular yeah. right now. But at the end of the day, at, at that age, she wasn't anything yet. And he was actually probably far more famous than her. So, but it's the same thing with like the Trump and Jelaine stuff or, or those pictures where you see people taking photos. Like if you're at a party with celebrities, like you're going to take pictures with other celebrities, right? And that doesn't yeah. mean you have a connection with that person, you know? Like we me, yeah. we went to that concert, me and Alex and everybody went to the Guar concert and what's his name? Uh, Danger Aaron was there from Jackass, right? We got a picture with Danger Aaron. I got, you know, one where I'm doing a picture and Alex took a picture with them. That doesn't mean I'm associated with him. Like yeah. I don't even know him. So what if he, I, I what if something came out? You guys, have, you, Dave and Danger Aaron have known each other since October. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If Danger Aaron goes and like starts, a, he's a serial killer and they're, they're going to look at me and be like, that's what I'm saying. No. Yeah. Why didn't you Dave know? do anything about it? He obviously Why was in the picture with him. Poop, damn it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Billie Eilish is just kind of fucked up, dude. I think that she has a lot of occult kind of shit going on with her as far as like the symbolism in Hollywood. I think she's deep in it. And I think she's on uh, drugs. I think she's fucking I think like most of those people have any, don't have anything to do with the way they're portrayed. I think they're just do what they're told. For sure, yeah. but there's there's a decision there somewhere, and I think she's on drugs for sure. I, yeah, like her her decision was I want to be famous and make a lot of money. Exactly, you think she's on drugs. It seems like it. I mean, she seems like she's kind of out of it. Um, I don't know if it's depression. Well, that's just been, be. that's been that's just been her her thing ever Dude, since. I mean, she, she seems like sale. every emo girl I've ever seen in my life uh, playing yeah. music. So hi, my name's Billy, and. Who okay, the fuck are you? Fair, like, what I'm trying to say is, she's, she's in the music industry. <laughs> he's in the music industry. Like, maybe they just have a connection because they're in the same industry and they they play the same style. Of, you know, like they're playing that kind of music. 
I, I just like I, I like I hate the fact that people are jumping on the train that this guy's trying to do something maleficent or whatever the word is. I, I think I said that wrong, but <laughs> that he's trying to. <laughs> that's a fucking character. Yeah. Into a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. maleficent. It was that uh, Angelina now, Jolie? What, what, what's the word? I'm, I'm right in front of the word, bro. Uh, uh, malicious. Malicious, dude. I have kids, so I have to watch that maleficent shit. Uh, so. Yeah, so the fact that like people are putting this on him that he's doing something to like groom her, like I'm not saying he's not. I just think that that's really dangerous to put on people because now he's going to have a stigma. Oh yeah, and you know how people are with that shit. And I just think that that's without having any knowledge of what's going on. Now, if he was texting her from that night on and saying like someday you'll be mine, baby, like. Yeah, yeah that's, got an issue, but, that's what I'm saying. Like, we have to yeah, know the but, extent of the relationship when she was 15. Like, if it was just a picture, then nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah, to jump to a conclusion like that with zero information is is stupid. Yeah. Agreed. Well, gentlemen, we are at that hour mark. Um, any any uh, last words? I know it's great to see Chris finally down in yeah. Texas. You got the wind blowing behind you, or is that your yeah, AC? Buddy. No, that's wind. I got my patio down, so oh hell yeah, some breeze rolling in here. Right on. Hopefully, it's not yeah, too no, it's hot. Been it's good, man. Cooling down. No, it's not that bad. It's it's warm, but it's not it's not terrible. Low low seventy. Had a little uh, little uh, thundery crackles earlier. Hell yeah, dude. Shit, so. Dude, when you guys have your first thunderstorms, let me know because uh, that's there's supposed to be some tomorrow. Yeah, okay. tomorrow's supposed to be a big one. Dude, those are so, awesome. I would nap. It would it would instantaneously put me into a nap mode. I'd be like, oh, thunder. <laughs> I don't know what would happen. <laughs> Might get risky. No, nah, dude, it's, uh, I, I'm glad to have everybody back on one screen, which is really nice. And uh, and I'll repeat it one more time, dude. Uh, I'm really uh, thankful for everybody being patient with the process. Obviously, this, is, uh, this particular setup is not what we want to put out there but it's what we're doing right now and i think you guys understand that so i just want to say thank you to the patreons uh the listeners yeah. everybody who's being patient with us um i promise you that like in the next week or two like you're gonna start seeing more of a finished product uh coming out and it's just gonna get better over the next couple of weeks so fork yeah baby yes yeah. yeah i can't wait until i just have to call in on a zoom and i don't have to produce anything i'd just be like hey chris What's going on? Here I am. What yeah, are we talking yeah. about? You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Like Dave was saying again, so much for uh, sticking in there, enjoying the content and yeah. Anything last words for you, Chris? Uh, no, just thank you everybody for sticking through all the shit. The building starts tomorrow. So uh, we'll be going back to normal in no time. Yep. The new age has begun. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, sayonara. Later. See ya. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.